for a lot of people, BDSM has a bit of spiritual uh, sense to it. Uh, it, it. It can be classified sometimes as like a sacred kink. In the book Leather Folk, uh, Joseph Bean wrote an essay on bondage that's very interesting. He says... We're used to thinking of bondage as being divisible into several categories or types, but we usually think of these divisions in a way that has more to do with the equipment used and how it is used than with the psycho-spiritual dynamics. I am Primal Piggy. You can find me on Facebook at The Primal Piggy, all one word, or you can find me as an admin at a rather large BDSM Facebook page called Whips, Chains, and Duct Tape. You can find that page at WCDT BDSM. And while you're there, be sure to check out the uh, BDSM Education Group. It's a group of about 1,200 people that are uh, uh, learning about BDSM in a private, discreet, uh, safe space. And um, you can also find a lot of our resources at www.bdsmunited.com. And so let's look at these, uh, this spiritual side of BDSM today, this sacred kink kind of side. And um, so Joseph Bean was uh, a former editor of Drummer Magazine, has a long history and a lot of credibility within the leather community. And the book Leather Folk, which is uh, uh, a very foundational work, it's a very good work, uh, it's a collection of essays about leather and the leather community and BDSM in general, and uh, I highly recommend you get a copy of that book. Um, and so we usually um, divide up bondage by like the equipment that's used. And oftentimes we don't think of it in th that it has any kind of spiritualness to it. He suggests that growing in bondage is a spiritual or a sacred exercise that depends on one's will, consent, endurance, and the purpose for using bondage. And just so you know, he's not talking about religion. A lot of times when we hear something about spiritual bondage, we get a a negative religious, uh, we, we, it makes us think of a negative religious experience where someone says that you are, you know, bound up uh, by some, you know, evil spirit or something. But rather, Joseph Bean is talking about self-actualization. This involves using bondage to assist in the realization of one's potential and the development of one's abilities. So, Let's look first at what Bean calls uh, prolonged bondage. This is a scene that lasts for an hour or more. It requires an especially patient and devoted top who will, in effect, make a substantial sacrifice for the sake of the bottom's goals. In order to be entirely safe, it needs a top who will undertake a vigil at the sight of the bound person's prolonged scene often without participating in the scene in any visible way after the bonds have been secured and confirmed. This kind of scene is undertaken on the strength of the bottom's will. So one is effectively submitting to themselves. Prolonged bondage is the quintessential spiritual bondage, working purely with the, relinqu the relinquishing of will or the submission. 
and relying only on the continuance of submission for its effects. So in other words, this is somebody who binds themselves up and overcomes their own will and therefore increases their submission or works on their own uh, ideas of and their own their own type of submission. Like if they're trying to increase their level of submission and relinquishing their will, they will bind themselves up for this long time. A painful bondage is either embedded in a pain scene or it's done in such a way as to produce pain from the discomfort of the bonds themselves. Although consensuality is obviously essential, this kind of bondage may benefit from the scene being set up in such a way that there appears to be a conflict. In other words, in painful bondage scenes, the top is often acting as an irresistible force to which the bottom submits unavoidably or out of weakness. Um, uh, This type of submission is not overtly a choice made by the bottom then, but the result of a struggle of wills which the bottom inevitably loses. The interaction of the top's will with the bottoms is always there, always seemingly threatening to push the bottom to a conclusion, either an orgasm or a break in the submission. The eternal peace of prolonged bondage is replaced with painful bondage by a thrillingly intense expansion of the present, often even the present as eternity. Painful bondage is the most accessible form of spiritual bondage. And so, in other words, in this, in painful bondage, uh, it enables the, the bottom to be very aware of the present, their present and perfect um, right now feelings. Um, they always are. Um, having to deal with the pain of right now. And they, um, they overcome their, uh, the, you know, they, they overcome, uh, they, it's, it's, let me put it this way. It's like a breaking kind of bondage. It's like a, it's like a spiritual bondage where um, the bottom breaks themselves utilizing the top as the giver of the pain during the bondage or with the bondage. We see here that physical bondage, much like mental bondage, is also useful on an intermediate level for self-discovery and developing dominance and submission. Hopefully we've already given you a lot of things to think about and consider in your exploration of bondage, and along with helping you see that it you know, why it made it into the acronym. Um, we're going to end our, uh, t- tomorrow's podcast will be our last, uh, our last podcast on bondage in this series. And we'll give some recommendations on rope bondage. So hopefully, you know, if you're looking to grow in bondage, you'll think of, uh, you'll begin to think of it as Joseph Bean expresses as a, um, psycho spiritual dynamic, um, or uh, you'll begin to start to look at the psycho spiritual dynamics of bondage, and you'll you know possibly look at some of those things like prolonged bondage or painful bondage in order to help develop your 
um, your submissive side. If you are a bondage bottom, um, utilizing bondage for self-discovery or to um, help enhance or bring out your levels of submission or take your levels of submission to um, to new realms, uh, oftentimes experiencing deep subspace or, you know, deep submission. And so hopefully, you know, this short podcast will give you, you know, some different things to think about. If you're a top, um, perhaps, you know, there is a great amount of, um, of, uh, you know, like a dom space or a top space, uh, which is similar to a subspace. There is a certain high associated with uh, giving prolonged bondage or giving painful bondage and helping. Uh, there is a certain, uh, you know, uh, side to, um, you know, expressing your energy and and playing off of the energy of that submissive bottom in a scene. Uh, so you can also experience a great amount of that energy and get some spiritual effects from uh, the bondage scene as well. Um, so even though your participation, perhaps in prolonged bondage, is somewhat um, somewhat less uh, uh, less involved in the scene, you're also uh, very much present, very much there, very much. Um, uh, watching your bottom endure and uh, watching them come to self-discovery and watching them, uh, you know, enter into that subspace. And so it's definitely, you know, going to be a good experience for you as well. And so there's definitely an energy transfer and, uh, you know, that's definitely a degree of like magic that happens, for lack of a better word, magic that happens in those scenes. Again, I'm Primal Piggy. You can find me on Facebook at The Primal Piggy, all one word, or at Whips, Chains, and Duct Tape at WCDT, BDSM. We're keeping all of these podcasts rather short in this summer school or this BDSM summer school series, but be sure to check out some of the other podcasts and uh, some of my videos on YouTube. You can find all those links at uh, The Primal Piggy. And, uh, you know, check them out and uh, subscribe on your favorite platform. Thank you for listening.